one, two. We're getting ready for this podcast right now. Getting everything ready. We're going live. One, two. I got one hand to do this. And I'm going full face with the, you know, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, it is with unbridled pleasure that I have the opportunity to welcome you to participate in an experience like nothing ever known in the history of the entire existence of this planet we so humbly call Earth. The show that touches on everything from money to wealth, mental illness to physical health, gratitude and self-esteem, the dissolution American dream. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm inviting you to wake up with the Sam I Is Show with your host, Simon. That's that, that that that's me. I feel like doing a wop today. <laughs> I feel like doing a wop. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your boy Samin. I am the host of the Sam Myers Show. I want to thank you all for being here today. This is Monday. I know it's a holiday. Um, how do I know it's a holiday? Because my producer is home with me. She's she's here. She's getting to work in. She she is working and um she's home. That's how that's the work that needs to be done. And I really appreciate her being home with me a little bit. Um, she asked me a little while ago, how you feeling? And, you know, like really touching on what an actual feeling is. Like, you know, I feel nervous. I feel sad. I feel scared. And she asked me that because I was talking to her the other day about what comes up for me before I start to do this. Right. So what comes up for me is that voice, that voice that tells me that all, all ter- terrible, terrible, terrible things. Terrible, th- and and I have to sit there with it for a little bit and say, "Yep," and I'm going to do it anyway. Like you're wasting your time. What are you doing this for? What's the purpose? Why are you born? Why didn't your mother take a different approach with you? You know, like and like in conceiving you, she could have avoided the whole situation. Like, and I'm making light of it, but it it this here sometimes gets really really ugly. In a way that is uncomfortable And I'm clear like dude you're crazy And it's like well you know I, I'm not that crazy but I hear it And I, it's not like I actually hear it Like Samin you're the, but it's the thoughts why, why do this today Why not just stay home why not just well, I'm home Why not just relax why not just do this And so part of this Process that I've been working on with this Is just to do it every day That has been my answer to this Like I'm just going to do it Even though the voice that actually has been with me forever. But once it starts, that was, was so crazy. 20 minutes before, I'm like lounging around. I'm procrastinated. I'm nervous. I'm setting up wires. I'm setting up stuff. And why are you doing this? And I'm just I'm taking the next right step. Why are you doing this? What's your purpose? Don't you know who you, don't you know? Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody. And I'm like, uh, would you just shut up? Would you just shut up? And it's like, no, I won't shut up. No, why don't you shut up? One, and, and then my, my, my dog needs to be walked and I'm going to take him for this long walk. But I don't have time to take a full long walk because I need something to do. But it's all the things that I've done to, um, to avoid doing what I'm doing right here, right? Like what I'm like, hit and go, press and record, let's go. It's, um, it's, it's uncomfortable going against that, um, the voice that follows. So, and this is the voice of protection. This is the same voice that if it sees like a wild coyote, it'll say, um, make sure your doors are locked. You know, it's the protection, right? Because I'm clear that at the end of the day, although it's nasty sometimes, and maybe that's what I need to hear is nasty, 
I don't think so. I think I need to hear love and like cradling. I'm looking at my ashy. I can see my my knuckle on the screen and my hands look ashy. I don't know how my producer let that go. You know, and I, it's, it's, it's ashy and needs a little shine, a little, a little bit of love. But in that world of the protection and what I need, um, it's caring and love. But I, I don't really speak that way to myself. But it wants to protect because what do they say? The, the, the brain, the heart is the heart. It keeps pumping blood and it has a function. Not like, oh, she broke my heart. He broke my... Mm. The brain is... Real job is to protect us and itself. Like it's not anything else. So when situations come up for me that are dangerous, love, risk, it's not for you to be creative. The brain doesn't work for, it's not about being creative and it's not about being anything other than safe. And for me, I was safe for a long time. I was just like in this incubator in my home this is all part of that that world, right? Of mm, and I was safe in the brain. I didn't. It wasn't triggering anything because I was just safe. I was safe in my own little cocoon. Oh, my producer brought me out some hand swab that she made in school the other year. That's nice. Thank you. See, <laughs> I, I'm I'm actually paying her today. I'm paying I'm paying her for her services, and she is on the job. I'm sorry for hitting that mic. She's on the. J- Come on. That, and she and she made that in school, so um, I like that. Thank you. But I was in that incubator, and it was a safety, safety, safety. But in there, there was um, resignation, fear, and I was all consumed in that. And the moment that I started to go after things, that's when the voice really came up in a way that was like, "Don't you don't want to go after that? You don't want to do that? That's not something you want to do. That's stupid. That that that's dumb." Like I went. I went to school. I went to the Barrow Manhattan Community College. That was like my first stint with school. And I went, and then I changed to, I transferred to FIT. Cause I was, my goal was to create a fashion line for um, heavyset women. Now, and I, and this, when I think about it now, that was like this tribute to my mother, right? This, the things that I have done to acknowledge and love my mother is, is, it's not on paper and I didn't intellectually say, I'm going to go to school to do this. But I knew, I know why I did those things. So, but I ended up dropping out when it got challenging. It got really challenging and my life was a little upside down. I, I walked away from it. And then it was when I, in this whole space that I've been talking about over and over, when I went after like creating a different life because I, it was unbearable, that's when things changed. But that's when the voice was like, no. No, because the voice says something when I dropped out and I just believed it. And it was like, well, you don't want to do this. This is too hard. It didn't say this is too hard. It was more like, this is stupid. This is that. You know, it, it never says this is too hard for you. You're not good enough for it. Drop out. It's like, this is stupid. This doesn't make sense. What are you going to do with all of this? You should do something else. And that's when I was doing rap and I was doing music and I was doing a bunch of different things. I did think I was going to be a rapper. And I was, I'm kind of nice. Even now, at almost 50, I'm like, I'm kind of nice. And I still am. Maybe I'll play like one of my songs on, on the, I'll play one of them songs and then you look at me like, oh, wait, he curses a lot. Um, which you, you don't know, but you, you should. If you listen to anything that I've been telling you about who I am, you should know, oh yeah, he curses a lot. But, you know, I was making this, what, what do they call the contemporary adult hip hop music? And it's, 
still holds it still holds holds up. Maybe I'll play some. But it never says the voice never is clear and direct about the fear, but it's there to protect you because it doesn't want you to be impacted. It doesn't want you doesn't want much, really. It doesn't want much. And I'm sharing this because right this moment, what I hear every time before I get on here is the it's like this risk assessment. Like, well, what if you do this? And for me, and I've spoken about the little boy, right? The me at six or seven, like the idea that they're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you. And I don't know that. I know I've been laughed at. You know, I'm this fat little boy. I was 175 pounds in third grade. Some people were cruel to the little boy, right? I was cruel to that little boy. But in that space, that little boy is still here sometimes. And it's there to protect me, right? It's there to protect. So anyway, every... Just to let you know, I'm still committed to coming. Like I'm, I am doing. I'm doing this thing right here. I'm doing it, and there's lots of things I'm figuring out. There's some stuff I don't know. There's some things, some mistakes that happen. There's some. This program can do some other things, and I'm like, nope, not doing that today. I'm doing this today. Nope, I'm not using that mic today. I'm trying this. So I'll, it's it's lots of work going on, and I think it's I I'm enjoying it in the face of that thing. Ta-da. That was that. What I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about that because it was is this there sometimes. And I you wonder, like when I listen to people, and I'm guilty of it, do a lot of talking about what I'm not talking about. But what I wanted to talk about today was losing people. That's in the thing, like losing people. And um I've lost a lot of people. I've lost people physically, like because they're 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 deceased. Like I lost my mother and my father, and I'm no, I never had my father, but I lost my mother in this journey. I lost my wife in this journey, but I've also lost like family members and things like that. And it's some of it's been me, all of it's been me, right? All of it's been me, because if it was in the face of me figuring out, okay. Who is this me? Who am I? What am I up to? What's happening in my life right now? What and and figuring out what works and what doesn't work and really being in touch with that. I had created a, a life. I created that life. I trained people how to treat me. I did that. It's not them. They weren't terrible. I trained them. This is who I am. This is what's okay. You doing this or saying this or behaving is fine by me. And I'm going to, I'm going to be this person in that world, right? With you and without like pointing out people and cousins and brothers and sisters, whatever, right? Everybody's in there. Like everybody can get it. (laughs) Anybody could get it, but it's in that world of everybody. But I trained everybody how to treat me. Right. And then I when I decided I don't want to be this me anymore, I don't want to be this me, but I had already trained these people. So I'm like, I'm not that person anymore. So a person who speaks to me in a certain way before it was fine. That's a, like, but now it's like, wait, that that tone, those words, that description, that. The way you're speaking to me doesn't work for who I am today. And that's where 
the battle came in and I had to be responsible. When I, when I first started this journey, I was like a, um, I was like a baby, right? Like a baby learning to talk. You know, I speak about babies a lot, right? But to speak about these babies who start to, because I'm fascinated. Babies who start to say no, this whole no thing. That's all part of, we all know it, right? We Even if you don't have kids, you know that kids get around 18 months, two years old. They're like, no, 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 no. So for me, at almost 30, I was going through that space of like, no, no. Because I had been like the baby who was getting picked up and carted around and doing, having everything done for me and really being in the world in such a way like a baby, like a grown ass kid, like right? a, a grown child, Creating the space of now I have boundaries. Now I have a goal. Now I have direction. And now I'm figuring me out. Nope, that's not okay for you to say that to me. It's not okay for you to behave like that, like that to me. It's not okay. Some people were like, yes, I'm with you. I got it. It wasn't okay. My bad. Some people were like, I don't care how much you want to change your life. I have nothing to do with that. In my world, you fit in this slot. And and in this slot, I speak to whoever's in this slot like this. You happen to be in the slot if you want to be in the slot. Then I had to start to decide, "Mm, maybe I don't want to be in that slot. Maybe I don't want to be in anybody's. I don't want to talk about slots anymore. (laughs) This is going somewhere, right? I like slots, but... You, you understand what I'm saying? It's like a cube and I got you in this cube and this is where you belong. Like I have cubes. My daughter has 25 cubes in her room. We got it from Ikea. It's 25 cubes. And she has this in there. And this is, this is where the hair products go. This is where the camera stuff go. This is where this... And we all have cubes. And I was fitting into people's cubes in a certain way that I didn't want to fit anymore. Now I was the person creating the cubes and I had to start to decide who fits where and what and where the pain started to come in, like real pain because I had to lose people. I had to let some people go. I had to let people that, that I miss today, that I love, that I loved, um, I had to let them go. I had, and it, some of them had to let me go because I'm not, I'm, without, without any loss of power, I can be like, ugh, like this, duh. but I work on it, right? I work, I really do work on that. I can, I can be disgusting. I can be hurtful, can be hurtful. Not in, yeah, I can say some things that are like, you kiss your mother with that mouth? Like who, who raised you? And I can clean that up and take responsibility for my behaviors. Um, but I can be, I can be really ugly but I know I can be ugly and I can be responsible for it and I can remove myself before it gets ugly. And I had certain people who just had it that it had to be their way or the highway. So it was the highway. And that, that was really, that, that was really informative. It's been difficult at times to, to lose people that you really love and, or try to hold on to them because they, they represent something they represent like a, a time or a space or energy or or anything other than that. Like I have a cousin. We're not speaking. Me, hundred percent me. And she used to say relatives or relative, right? And it was one of those things. I was like, really? 
But in in our family, it becomes relative because um, there's a lot of dysfunction in in my family. It's a lot of dysfunction, and at times you would have to deal with it to deal with the situation. You would have to deal with dysfunction. You know what I mean? Like, well, what did you expect to happen? Like that type of stuff. You know, she came to the house and she was drunk and she knocked all the stuff over. Well, what do you expect when you invite, put the name in? Well, you know, they came over and then my iPhone was going. Well, what do you expect when such and such comes over? Or, you know, such and such is coming. You better take that thing and tuck it or hide it and, you know, that type of stuff. But so to lose these people in my life, some of that was really easy. Some of it wasn't. Some of it wasn't. And I've been in that journey still figuring out who works, who works in the life, who works in my life. And um, not who do, I, who do I love, because one of the hardest things is to lose people that I love. And I've, and I've done that. You know, I've, I'm good with boundaries. I'm good with this doesn't work for me. It's easy with Sai because now it's like this doesn't work for my daughter. I could deal with you maybe, but, you know, I can't have you around my daughter, which is a cop out, but it's easier. It makes it a little bit easier. So um, I just that's some of the stuff I wanted to talk about today, just about this world of um, losing people and in the world of finding myself, which is what I, what I believe I'm here for is to find like the me. When I mentioned David the other day, that Michelangelo's David is um, the story behind the creation of this 17 foot statue in Florence the story behind it and I've read it and I've, I haven't studied it, but I've read it and I love it is because he got rid of what wasn't him. And sometimes getting rid of what isn't me is losing people. Cause I think that these people are me and I'm just like you, you know how we are. And when you hear that statement, you say you hear how we are, you know how we are. And it's not, I'm not like that anymore. I used to be, but I'm not like that. And, I don't want to make you wrong for you still being like that. I don't want to make you wrong. Um, I think that's, um, so I've been real delicate and gentle around that, but really in the space of really discovering who I am. Um, My my producer, (laughs) she's telling me it's time to go. Um, I want to thank y'all for hanging out with me just a little bit today on this Monday. She's here today. Um, she's doing. She, she's earning her money. <laughs> she's she's about that money today. So I really want to thank y'all for hanging out with me a little bit. Um, I'm doing a ninety and ninety, and I'll, I'll be here again tomorrow. I want to thank y'all for hanging out with me. Peace. I want to thank you for tuning in to the Sam I Is Show. Remember, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Only a fool trips on something that's behind them. So let's keep it moving forward and keep your eyes on the prize.